Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Tuesday, June 21st, and we are going to have a high of 22 degrees in the Edmonton region today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Broadcasting live as we do every morning on the Podbean app. Just download that Podbean app, subscribe to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show, and you get to listen in live. You get to see all of these lovely people. Well, you don't get to see them, but you can see them in the in the in the in the in the chat there's there's a live chat right there is yeah yeah there's also a call-in button you can click the call-in button you can call in and ask any questions you have about real estate investing for free we will answer them every morning um gotta call in though okay quit being so lazy and uh, just putting all your questions in the chat box yeah trying to avoid calling in lazy people lazy people how's everybody doing this morning <laughs> um Chris is fantastic. Chris woke up without an alarm and he's fired up. That's a good way to start your day. That is a good way to start your day. Um, I woke up without an alarm at 2 a.m. this morning. Because <laughs> our neighbors thought, it's Monday and let's party. Oh, my God. They started drinking. Like I, At first, I saw them hitting like wine bottles, like nothing, at like 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. And they did not stop. And more and more people... <laughs> I just, yeah, I've kept seeing people coming and then, yeah, just basically just, they get out of their cars and then they just kind of like, they, they, they did like a little strut kind of jig to, to the, to their, yeah. uh, to their front porch. And I'm like, oh dear God. Yeah. It was a front porch party in like a neighborhood with zero line lots where it's like super family friendly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like that, this isn't going to go over well, new neighbors. <laughs> uh, we talked about this before. I fucking hate this neighborhood. <laughs> New development areas, they suck. I mean, I know renters, like tenants love it. Um, uh, you know, this is where they want to be. But, man, I love a good mature neighborhood, personally. But, you know, this is where we are for, you know, the time being before we uh, before we move on. And, and our, it, well, now our kid loves her school and her friends, so I think we're stuck here for a while. Yeah, we have two neighborhoods to choose from for school zoning. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tis what it is, but yeah, this is a bit of a party stretch here. A little party neighborhood. Eh, well, okay, there's, there's two, two houses. houses. Yeah, and they party a lot. <laughs> um, one is like um, a family, like that will have like their it's extended like, family over. It, um, yeah, like culturally, like you can see the differences when like the big families arrive and like all of the kids and all of the grandparents and all of the aunts and uncles and that kind of stuff. And they just, it's not like they're out drinking, hitting the bottle. They're just like having a good time together. Playing karaoke at three o'clock in, in the morning. Yeah. Into the wee hours. <laughs> Kids running in the street at like midnight. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Wilson says call a bylaw officer. No, uh, just uh, open up the window and I yelled at him. It's two o'clock in the morning. Go to bed. And then some drunk guy yelled back at him. And then you could hear the woman who lives yeah. there is like, shh. Sorry, good night. 
And then it totally quieted down. Yeah. <laughs> it could have called, well, in situations like that, you call bylaw and it's like, you got to call and then like, what number do I call? And you got to Google which number to call. I mean, you know, I can't call 911. It's not an emergency. And then you got to figure that shit out. And then you call and they're like, is this a, is this a, what's the question they ask? Is this an emergency or is this a request? And they're like, a request. Okay, please hold. And then you like, they, you got to, okay, we'll have someone call you back in just a minute. And then someone calls you back in just a minute. I'm like, okay, so what's the problem? And then you got to explain it 10 times. By that time, it's just like, fuck, it's not even worth it. Yeah. Just for them to go down there and to say, you know, can you please keep it quiet? Because they're not going to give them a ticket. Yeah. So I could do that myself. From the fucking window. <laughs> you know what I mean? Made me feel better too. I actually slept through it, which is surprising. I had a hard time getting to sleep. They woke me up every 20 minutes. Yeah. Whenever there was a new joke. <laughs> All I can hear across the street is, hey, Alexa, play Bootylicious. <laughs> well, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Sorry, Sometimes. I've been meaning to vent. I've been yeah. really wanting to vent and thank you guys so much for listening this morning. How's uh, your real estate investment portfolio? How's it going? Hmm? Good? All that you wanted? All that you expected? Are you succeeding? Are you failing? Yeah. Call in now. <laughs> I got a couple upcoming events coming up. What are those? <laughs> Just a fucking ray of sunshine today. You are. <laughs> Well, I don't like having my sleep interrupted. I went to bed at a reasonable hour last night. It's summer. We sleep with our windows open. It's going to happen. Summer is long, Get yeah. used to it. Get by law and speed dial. No, I'm just going to get a long stick. Do we have upcoming events, Charlie? We do. Okay. We have Friday live training on Friday. Mm. <laughs> 6 p.m. in the Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook group. Yeah. Free training. Do we have a topic? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, do you guys want to pick today? Um, are you gonna are 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 you are you gonna do the Friday live training alone, or Ooh. are we gonna pre-record? I'm gonna be camping. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you know what? I'll get back to you guys. Okay, sort that out. Yeah, Friday live training by myself is a uh, very difficult. Um, I'll get back to you guys on that. I have an idea. I have an idea. And then as well, this Sunday, we've got our, um, we got a real estate investing workshop, um, building your REI brand. We're just finalizing, um, just doing the finishing touches on that. Boy, oh boy, it's going to be good. It is going to be good. It's going to be really good. I don't hold back. Yeah. So very excited for that this Sunday. Um, if you can't make it, a, few, a bunch of people have said this. For some reason, everybody's got something going on this summer. But um, whether it be working or whether it be camping or whether that be karaoke. Um, so if you can't make it, you can still register and we'll send you the recording. It's definitely worth it just for the recording. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, feel free to use the discount code morning show for 50% off. Okay. I just want to make sure that everybody gets this. Um, because I'm tired of answering the same questions that could be answered by this workshop right here alone. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of getting the same questions and not giving a thorough enough answer. See, that's the thing. That's the funny thing. When I get the answers, I, sorry, when I get the questions, I give an answer, but deep down, I know that person's not going to be able to get it done. Yeah. Deep down, I know it. And it makes me feel like garbage. I don't even want to answer the question. 
You know what I mean? I don't even want to answer it because I know that they don't have enough information. They don't have enough context to understand exactly how to do it. Yeah. I got some great questions today. Great questions today. And uh, you know what? A lot of them um, could be answered. Um, actually, some of these. Maybe not a lot. But a lot of the questions that we normally get in the morning show. They could be answered through that workshop and you would like, you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to ask the question anymore of like, how do I convince my joint venture partner that this is a good deal? Yeah. Or how do I convince them to invest with me? (laughs) Convince is normally the key word right there. Shouldn't have to convince anyone. They should want to invest with you. What should my pitch be? Shouldn't be a pitch. You are the pitch. You're a walking pitch. Your social media is a standing pitch. All right. Yeah. But um, we'll get into that on Sunday. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, going through the comments here. Um, Julian had a um, um, a big Muslim. Uh, oh. We took the plunge and listed our property on RentVaster last night. Is there any other sites you can recommend uh, to list our property? Facebook, Kijiji, Padmapper, Zumper. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I believe Julian's in Edmonton. Can't remember. Yes. Um, Every every city's going to have a different popularity, but uh, congratulations for taking the plunge. Yeah. I do uh, Padmapper, Facebook Marketplace, and Kijiji. I don't spend the money on rent faster. I'd see zero, I've seen zero return from it and I've tried many times and just wasted a bunch of money. So okay. um, I don't post there anymore. Um, Facebook marketplace is my favorite. Facebook rental groups are dead as far as I'm concerned. It's like just you'll get flooded with people shitting on your ad basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's just like, yeah, trash groups basically. So I, I like to use the pet friendly one if we're advertising a pet friendly suite, but other than that, just Facebook marketplace reaches where it needs to reach. And, um, Kijiji, I still get like, even though Kijiji sucks, I do still, I've secured many tenants from Kijiji over the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's still worth it. Yeah. Even though the reach is pretty garbage. Yeah. And Zumper, it's just like one of the newer ones that um, a lot of the younger people seem to be on. And I do get responses from it. Not tons, but um, some decent leads through there. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are the, some, like, when you say that, like, you get people messaging in the comments, trashing your, your listing, what do you mean in the Facebook groups? This is highway robbery. How are we supposed to feed our kids? Oh, Okay. <laughs> Um, so like the people that are like, what a oh, joke, this, I can't believe you would pay $1,900 for a house. I have a house in the Northwest. I pay $1,100 for the last 12 years. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's just not even worth it. Um, okay. $300 that... for utilities. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. So un- Says no one who's ever paid utilities on their own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so uneducated people just mm-hmm. playing keyboard heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, they ruined it. 
It ruined it for everyone. <laughs> um, Jeremy says, I wish it was $300 for utilities. Right? <laughs> um, well, well, that's 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 um, the main floor's contributions to utilities, right? Yeah. Downstairs is normally somewhere around $200. So yeah. it, with a suited house, with a house with um, a basement suite, it normally uh, equates to... Um, Used to average about 400 then about 450 Now it's averaging like, well, as of last year, my last year's bookkeeping, the average utilities were just under 500 for our suited properties. For the for the 12 months, the average? Yeah. I bet you this month, though, or this year. We're going to have to make some adjustments? Yeah, yeah adjustments. make some adjustments, yeah. Um, we've always tried to create a little bit of a buffer on the utilities to make sure that we have, you know, an extra 50 to 100 bucks per month on average. Um, so that if ever, anything ever happened, like last winter, when the utilities went up like crazy, um, the yearly average still covered us, right? Yeah. The fact that we had a buffer for the, you know, for all those months during the summer, it covered the months where they were extremely high in, you know, November to February. Yeah. Um, so always take the, the yearly average mm -hmm. and add a little bit more on top of that. And I mean, if you get a little extra cash flow that year, fantastic. You made an extra 50 bucks in cash flow yeah. for, you know, providing utilities. Um, if not, it's also a safety net. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to just cover the utilities because if anything, anything ever happens, happen, it yeah. comes out of your pocket. Um, say for example, a toilet's got a leaky flap. Um they don't tell you for and they don't tell you and months. you don't do inspections on a regular basis. Yeah. Um it's not gonna be till a couple months down the road that you're gonna see the first bill, mm -hmm. you know, from three months ago or two months ago, you know, and you're like, What is this water bill? Why is it an extra three hundred dollars? And you call them up and they're like, I don't know. And you finally get someone in there and you find out that there's a leaky flap and you've got three months worth of, you know, um, uh, extremely expensive water bills. Yeah. So, um, that could have been, that could have been covered. Um, if had you charged, you know, a little, a little extra for utilities. Right? Also could have been prevented with a quarterly inspection. Yes. <laughs> yes, it could have. Oh, Jared Como is here in the morning. Good morning, Jared. Good morning, Jared. Jared's not always here, yeah. and I didn't see him yesterday. I never asked if he was, but I didn't see him yesterday. Um, he so, wasn't making a whole heck of a lot of noise. Yeah, he doesn't always. Uh, do, do you want to stay on the topic of just the, the utilities for a sec? In your yeah. lease agreement, do you state a fixed amount for utilities or a fixed amount of $200, for example? Yeah, so we do it a little bit differently and like we don't do it like the foolproof way. A lot of people will include like a utility agreement stating that like <clears throat> we'll cover utilities up to this amount. If it exceeds it, you are responsible for it and like that kind of stuff. Um, I don't need another separate agreement with my rental lease. Like I just have utilities included in the rent. Like this is what rent is. It includes your utilities, it includes your pet fees, it includes um, whatever else they're paying for and that's just the amount of their rent so you can decide how far to go with that you can put a utility agreement in place stating that utilities are two hundred dollars and if they exceed normal usage you are responsible and like there's wording that people use for those agreements um you can probably find them online but what's the um, pros and cons of doing that like what's your thought process on why, on why do you why do you not do that and why others i why others do it i guess i've never been burned that's probably reason number one. Usually once you get burned, you start to um, implement something different, right? <laughs> what do you, like how would you get burned? Like if somebody 
um, did something crazy and decided to heat their house with their open oven because they were just weren't warm enough and <laughs> or open the fridge in the summer. Yeah, to cool themselves down or left the small drip in the toilet that I never oh. discovered and like we had an outrageous bill and so I couldn't like, go after them because this is protecting you from the overages. Yeah, the okay. overages. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. So if, if something like that happened, then I might put something in place, but like, honestly, I've just never been burned. I mean, um, we have, reckless? we have had some utility bills that have been really high, like over the winter and stuff. And like, I've been like, Oh my God, is this going to actually average out over the year? Like, this is crazy. I've never seen a bill this high, mm -hmm. but I went through and I checked and I compared usage and I compared like, have the rates jumped? Why is usage <clears throat> crazy? Is it just the delivery charges? Like I investigate that. Right. And nothing has ever really been out of sorts. So, um, yeah. And also like, I don't know. I feel like Again, just like adding in those extra agreements, like if now if you mm. have an extra pet agreement and you have a pet lease and now you have an extra utility agreement, communications going agreement. communications agreement and then your lease agreement, like it's just friction with a tenant and and overboard to me. Yeah. I don't know. It is a bit of a risk though. I mean, yeah. we, we could get burned. I'm wondering, I wondered if there's some, can we add something like that within the lease? Yeah, you could directly? probably put, yeah. Okay. So here's, here's a challenge to our listeners and, and we're not perfect. We're always developing and, and bettering ourselves too. So I'm not afraid to, to say that and be vulnerable on a Tuesday morning. So here's a challenge for um, our listeners. Does anyone have um, a particular clause? An addendum or, a, or not an addendum, a Oh, just 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 some verbiage yeah. that uh, they would like to share in the real estate investing masters Facebook group. Mm -hmm. um, please, if you do, share it in the Facebook group today, and uh, I'd love to review it and, and have a look at it. And if if it if it works, then then yeah, we'll. Uh, I'm I'm definitely going to make a big push, and I'm going to I'm going to throw <laughs> a vote in um, to to add it into our lease. I think that it's just a simple thing that we can add into our lease. I yeah. don't want, I agree with you. I don't want to add another addendum. Another piece of paper is just, there's so much shit that we add in yeah. layers and layers and layers of, of, uh, you know, prevention, um, to cover our ass. I don't want, I don't think we need to explain one more thing to a tenant. Yeah. Uh, when most tenants, 80 to 90% of tenants are just getting some BS, you know, lease on a napkin or a month to month lease from most landlords, right? The amateur landlords. And then they, they meet you and it's like, I need this. I need this. I need this. I want you to tell me all about yourself. Tell me where your cats were born and what farm. And uh, I want to know what kind of personality they have. Are they type what's A or they type B? What's their microchip number? <laughs> Yeah. We don't need to go that far. And here's a communications agreement. Don't you dare text me. Only call me in these three situations. Um, you know, you're responsible for the lawn cutting. Make sure the lawn cutting is done every week. Every turd needs to be picked up immediately. Not one turd is allowed to be on the grass. If we find one turd, we'll charge you $25 per turd <laughs> at your expense. Like it's just like May I'm not even halfway through our list. No hydroponic gardens, not one hydroponic garden. May I get back to um, utilities because I do have a point that no I would like to make. Okay. <laughs> yes. So with the utilities, also another reason why I don't include this is so if we have a single family dwelling, 
um, we do not put utilities in our name. They're responsible for them. So they okay. set them up and and we have nothing to do with their utilities. They can leave their ovens open in, in the winter and their fridges open in the summer and let that toilet drip. That's on them, right? Mm-hmm. But when there's two dwellings, you have a basement and a main floor, and all of a sudden you have an outrageous bill, who are you going to to blame for that? And if you go to both of your tenants and say that, you know, the utility on the property was outrageous last month and, you know, you guys are going to have to yeah. split the difference, you think that's going to go over well? Such and such has been <clears throat> using that sprinkler with their kids. They've been out on that trampoline with that sprinkler running 24-7. If you look at that water usage, you're going to see that it's all water and they've just been using it like crazy. This has nothing to do with me. Oh, okay. Sorry, Miss Mr. Basement Suite. Let me go talk to Mrs. Main Floor Suite. Oh, Hi, Mrs. Mrs. Main Floor, Floor Suite. Suite. Oh, that guy, he's he's had this generator plugged in outside working on his stuff and blah, 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 mm. blah, blah. Like, how are you going to collect that money from Mr. Basement Tenant and Mrs. Upstairs Tenant? That's a good point. I, well, I mean, that's that's electrical and, and water right there. So that's two separate okay, things. Okay, yes. Let's say, for example, <laughs> there was $200 of extra water. Yeah. And then you found that the toilet was leaking in the main floor suites. I mean, yeah. you can't calculate exactly how many, um, you know, how many gallons or liters of water mm-hmm. has dripped through and was wasted. So you can't do it. I mean, you can take a comparison to previous months. You could take a comparison to previous years, but you can't say for certain exactly how much water was yeah. used, extra water was used, excessive amounts. Now, what you can do is you can have anything over a certain, see, this is what you're, you're probably these clauses that are going to be coming in today. They're going to be saying anything over X amount of gallons and anything over X amount of kig, uh, 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 kilowatts, right? Yeah. Per hour. But you're exactly right. If it's if we went ten kilowatts over, who do we charge it to? And you can't charge it to both tenants. That's not fair because what is it, um, Billy, the basement tenant? Sure. He he he's plugging his generator in and 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 he's he's uh, I don't know he's what's what's he doing with that generator? I don't know. <laughs> what's he doing with that generator? Well, his baseboard heaters aren't working, so he ended up just like, um, you know, plug a plug the heater, whatever. People do dumb shit. Um, whatever dumb shit. Fill in the blank. Billy's 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 nuts. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. You can't just you can't split it. I mean, you can technically, but that's just not fair. Tec- yeah, it, it's not fair. No, it's if I were not. the main floor tenant, I would be. L- and livid yeah so bye-bye tenants you may as well just get rid of both of them or you might as well you know let them both out of their lease because if if they're not if they're not angry at you they're going to be angry at the other person yeah and then the relationship you know between the two tenants is ruined so great point yeah i never i never looked at it through that yeah and also i do like though what amanda and wilson um have said in the comments here is that um so basically they use the utility limit clause to discourage careless usage. So you can put something in your lease that's going to be like, oh, okay, if we, and then Wilson also made note of like, he saw his neighbor's tenant filling up a massive pool in the backyard, (laughs) right? So like, I mean, if they were paying their own utilities, that wouldn't be a problem. But yeah, if they're, so 
um, yeah, we can, we can always put things in our lease that are going to discourage people from doing things just like our, um, we do an on, or like, if you think about like late fees, late penalties for paying rent late, that's to discourage at the end of the day, when you go into the RTDRS trying to collect six months of, of $200 late fees, like you're not going to be rewarded that money. They're going to say, no, you can't do that. But it, it might have prevented someone else from paying late, True. knowing that like, oh, my God, I can't afford to pay, um, you know, your 50 bucks a day for late, late fees. I mean, that's not how we do it. We do an on-time rental discount. But to make my point, it, it scares them from, you know, make sure that their rent is on time because they um, don't ever want to have to fork out that extra money. True. Do you think that they would hear that, though? No, that would be such a... a death clause in the lease like they wouldn't even remember it after they read it for the first time <laughs> or the 20 other things that you you were talking yeah. about at that particular time so wait a second i'm responsible for shoveling or are they responsible for shoveling what happens about their sidewalks so like but, but there was something that you talked about i just want to touch on really quickly though is that the overages thing the exact same thing as um the late fees the overages thing as well if you took that to um you know court or your RTDRS or your landlord tenants, whatever um, hearing board, whichever it is in your city or province, um, you would not be able to make a claim against them. If uh, it was a suite. If it was, it was a property with a, with a secondary suite. Yeah. Because you need to be able to prove exactly, you need to be able to prove that it was them that caused the overage. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have any actual proof yeah. and you're able to actually measure and calculate how much and why, you're not going to be able to get that. So you could charge it if you want to, you can try, but if you take them to court, you will not win because you can only go after them for expenses that you've incurred. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you can't split it between the two tenants. You can't trust you can, but you will not win in court. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. So the other thing that, um, that Wilson mentioned here is that like, if he notices that they're going up, he'll give kind of like a warning, like, Hey, Hey guys, I noticed, um, you, you know, utilities are usages was, has been quite high. Um, just a warning that, you know, if, if it keeps up the, mm. it'll be, you know, within our utility usage clause or limit and right. it's, you're going to be charged. So it's like a warning. The problem with that though, is like, I don't know if you ever actually like look at your utility bills, they are not just like the, it's not like <clears throat> on June 1st, you get your May 1 to May 31 usage. Mm. It's like, sometimes it's like three months previously and they're catching up and it was based on estimates and now it's on based on the real reading. Yeah. And it's like a shit show if you've ever tried to actually nail down usage <laughs> like the bills come in so messed up from like yes and sometimes it'll be like two months of utilities sometimes it's like 20 days like it's just so all over the place yeah wilson says it's it is bullshit. a shit show yeah and it's bullshit <laughs> so it would be hard to stay on top of that because like you you're like oh my god look at this crazy bill holy shit look at all the water they use yeah. i need to warn them but it was from like three months ago yeah and then they've spent the next three months using the same amount of water before they get your warning and then you get the bill the next month and you're like i warned you guys but then you look at the bill and you're like oh shit that one's from two months ago mm -hmm. you know so it's like you're never really on top of it what do we do what are we <laughs> supposed to do 
I guess we're just shining a light on the imperfections of of that. Can't it, there's no real fantastic way to do a lot of things. You know what? You can this, do your best. This whole real estate thing is just. <laughs> It's making me think this is not a good idea. Don't buy rental properties. Don't buy rental properties. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's 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 uh, it's 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 bullshit. <laughs> and you know what? The bottom's dropping out. It's the bottom, doomsday. Oh, we got to talk about this it's today, doomsday. guys. Guys, we got to talk about this. I got a review. Okay, I got a review on iTunes. So I'm gonna pull this up. Boy, oh boy, it was a big. I mean, this was a serious review because it got one star. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your review of our podcast on iTunes. One star. I'm going to read this for you guys, okay? For for whoever's listening. I can't imagine they've ever listened to one episode. Or um, if they did, they were so disappointed that they're never going to listen again. Um, well, okay. <laughs> if, if, they, if they did, it was probably like an episode like today. <laughs> today for sure. Yeah, I, can, I, can, I, I get it. This, this, today's episode is garbage. <laughs> Should I play that bullshit thing again? In, <laughs> One in more time. Title: Investment Bubble. And this this is a rating from uh, Tuesday. Last Tuesday. Last Tuesday. Why isn't this show discussing the bottom falling out of the real estate investment market? Three question marks. You're serious. That's it. That's it. Oh, I I mean I read it yesterday, but I thought there was more. One to star. It. Yeah. Hey, so with that being said, just a quick, um, do, do you guys agree with that? Do you guys think we should be talking about the bottom falling out of the real estate investing investment market? Wait a second. Is this person in Toronto? Oh, 100%. Is this person in Toronto? Toronto or Vancouver. Does this person have like negative $700 a month in cash flow? No offense to Toronto or Ontario. I, you know, you know better than I know. Okay. That's why you're all coming over here trying to get cash flow in Alberta. I get it. You've had some crazy good appreciation for a very long time. I haven't read, I don't have my finger on the pulse. I don't exactly know what's happening this particular week. Um, but I do know that, uh, you know, your, your, your bread and butter appreciation has taken a, a little bit of a, a pause. Mm-hmm. Or a halt. Who knows? I don't know. Or a nosedive. Or a nosedive. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I look like an expert. I, I knew it. I, we all knew it had to stop eventually. Um, now, is it a pause or a halt? Who knows? But, um, you know, has, 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 has someone cut a big hole in, in, the, in, the, in the floor? I don't know. Is the bottom falling out? Is that what they said? I, yeah. Something like that. Call in now with your uh, with your thoughts. You're on with Gabby and Wayne in the morning real estate investing morning show. Wow! <laughs> I had to scroll and find it. Yeah, I tell you, I don't I don't know what to say to the, uh, a comment like that. Um, you know. Uh, I think we make it pretty clear that you're allowed to call in with questions. Yes. Um, we could I, talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> don't I? Don't I say that every morning? You can call in for questions for free. Just click the call in button. Nah, it's much easier to leave a one star review on iTunes. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm open to having a discussion about it. I, I, I probably, you know, agree with whatever they're saying. Um, I. 
And is cash flow um, slowly uh, going away in some markets? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Cash flow is going away. As prices increase, so as mortgage payments increase, as expenses increase, because interest rates are increasing, mortgage uh, payments are increasing, right? Yeah. Property taxes are increasing. Utilities are increasing. <laughs> All expenses are increasing, but rents are staying the same. Therefore, that eliminates the cash flow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it is, it is happening. Um, it depends. Will rents catch up to it? Uh, let's hope so. Now, rents catch up to it, but inflation. So cost of living is also going up as well. Mm -hmm. affordability is 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 really starting to uh, narrow as well yeah um, you'll you'll weaken your pool of prospective tenants who can afford it <clears throat> by increasing but by not increasing you're not getting that cash flow and it's also the other thing that's hard about the the rental industry is that you know like you're most of us are are locked into one-year terms with our tenants right mm -hmm. so it's like as things go up as our mortgage payment goes up and our property tax we get that property tax bill in may and realize that our property tax payments are going up starting july 1st and you know all these things we're seeing utilities increase we can't do anything about it until the end of the one-year term so it's almost like the as landlords were behind the mark it's like you know inflation goes up and all these things increase and then we're waiting you know maybe 11 months before we can do anything about it so it's like always slightly behind and of course you're gonna have other people's leases ending you know mm -hmm. along the way and and maybe they're making a move maybe they're not because they're doing their research and they're going well shoot nobody else has increased their rent am i going to be able to find somebody if i increase mine is anybody gonna you know or am I going to sit vacant waiting for somebody to pay a little bit more? So it's like this, it's, it's a mind game. It's a plain catch up. It's, is everybody else going to raise them or am I going to just be sitting out here with my pants down? Like it's, it's this whole thought process that you need to go through and determine how you're going to handle your rental properties. Yeah. But until everybody decides I'm going to increase my rent, rent does not increase. You'll have one-offs. I mean, we got more rent on one of our townhouses than I ever thought possible just yep. recently. But that's a one-off. I took advantage of there being zero um, inventory. Mm -hmm. That's all that it was. If there was more inventory, I would not have gotten that rent. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so what's your position? Do you, are you, uh, okay. So we, we, you and I, we made this quite public you know, over the last couple of years, we are not buying any more rental properties personally. That has nothing to do with the market. That's just us. Yeah. We have achieved our, the outcome that we want. We do not want to buy any more rental properties. It does not make, it doesn't change our lifestyle. Um, and it's not getting us any closer to our, to our goals, other goals. But if you were in buying mode and you were someone else, would you stop buying rental properties because of this? No. Or would you continue? I would continue. If the math works. If the math works. Yeah. Because I mean, if the math works now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like now with rates going up and like all that kind of stuff and like where, where rents are at, if the math works now, you're in a pretty solid situation. Yes. Is it safe to say, is it fair to say that everybody needs a place to live? Mm-hmm. Always. 
seems like a pretty good place to invest into a business. Yeah. Not necessarily your money into, but into a business. Yeah. The business model works. Buying real estate, hoping that it will go up in value, that investment model, that's just, that's just, you know, it's gambling. Yeah. Right? But buying real estate as a business, that's different. Buying commercial real estate, buying rental property real estate, residential rental properties, right? Mm-hmm. Buying multifamily properties for rentals. Makes sense. They're businesses. And if you run it properly like a business and you manage your expenses and you make sure that you've got a good tenant profile and you're in an area that, you know, gets good rents, then the business will thrive. As long as you have good cash flow and good liquidity and good reserve funds, your business will thrive. But if you buy real estate by speculating that it will go up in value, I'm sorry, you're going to have a whole lot of bite marks on your butt. You're on bite marks. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's it's wild to just like look at, you know, like what is happening in in Ontario and in, you know, the lower mainland and stuff and to see people just like losing their minds. But it's like, what did you expect? Like, what were you expecting? You know, it's one thing to just like try to make a quick buck and like get in and get out, mm-hmm. get in, get out, get in, get out while it's still rising. Yeah. But to just like go through like millions and millions of dollars into something that is just like, I think anybody could have seen that that's not sustainable. If something is not sustainable, very clearly not sustainable, why would you stay in there? It's gambling. It's it's reckless gambling. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I don't have sympathy. That's where you that's how you chose and where you chose diamond hands, baby, to the moon. (laughs) Greed. Yes. Debbie says greed. (laughs) Yeah. It's like we chose, we made a decision to invest in a safe, stable, secure market Mm -hmm. where we felt comfortable that the bottom isn't going to fucking fall. Whoa. Sorry. But those are decisions that we made based on the very obvious information out there. So if your bottom is falling out... Sorry, you made shitty decisions. I just ruined your whole point, but that was, that sounded really funny. (laughs) Get a hold of your bottoms, people. Like tie them up and I don't know. There you go. And hey, and hey, uh, lady who wrote that one star review. I think it's a lady. Oh, posting all over Keyspire about the world ending. Oh, I'm talking estate? about my iTunes review. I know. Okay. Are you well, thinking just, of... Let me talk to this woman real a second. You can talk <laughs> okay. to me about something I didn't hear. Um, hey, now is a good time to maybe resubmit that review. Give us a five star. We talked about it. We talked about it. Okay. <laughs> Grab your bottoms and change that, that uh, one star review. Okay. What's what's this? Are you... Wait, are you single? I'm trying to out someone. Yeah. On the internet? <laughs> I retract. You, you know that a lot of people listen to this podcast, right? I retract. I don't know if you checked the data. I don't know if you checked the stats. We're one of the most popular podcasts in the country. Oh. <laughs> That's Ooh la la. Isn't, isn't it funny? <laughs> uh, we're, 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 this is a very serious podcast, and people look to us for valid information. And okay. um, are, are you prepared to do what you're about to do, or are you going to retract your comments? I retract. 
Okay, let's go find this. Let's I'll go find this post on Keyspires. No, stop. <laughs> stop. Someone's complaining about the world ending? Yes. What else is new? It's the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the person writing that review is just listening to news headlines. One hundy. One hundred percent. Ah, you know, let them let them stress out. I, I can't. I can't let that stuff bother me. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you have to stay in the know, right? You got to. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Ignorance I, isn't bliss. Yes, but you know, I, I can't. Uh, I stopped listening to the news, or reading the news, the headlines. My God, I had to really audit my Facebook and Instagram yeah. and all that other stuff. And I, I strongly recommend the same because I was in the trades. I know we have a lot of listeners in the trades. But I know that the listeners in the trades that listen to our show know what I'm talking about. Holy fucking negativity. Yeah. Big time headline readers. Oh, my <laughs> God. Everything is somebody else's fault. Yeah. No accountability. No critical thinking. And so a majority of my... Let's just say Facebook is, 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 is where most investors hang out. Instagram's just a different model. Facebook groups and Facebook profiles, my God, just the, the amount of like the shit that I was reading on my feed on a regular basis. And I would make jokes referencing it. And Gabby's like, look at me. She's like, what? I'm like, well, you didn't see this article? She's like, no, because Gabby's feed is completely different. Gabby's feed is so organic and natural it's and beautiful. just beautiful <laughs> and just so positive. And mine is just nothing but Trudeau memes. Yeah. Okay, and I was I like, just, Wayne, you need to audit whoever you have on your. <laughs> I had to click, you know, see less of this, see less of this, see less of this, remove these people. I had to really audit it because, I mean, that's the shit that I'm poisoning my head with every day. I just get pictures of moons and positive affirmations and <laughs> people's family photos. <laughs> yeah, it. it I, I, I videos of kittens <laughs> I strongly well now now I'm, I'm much better now now my Facebook feed is a business feed yeah um, but I'd strongly recommend auditing that as well because that's that's what you're that's that's what you're feeding yourself every morning yeah. that's what's for breakfast when you lunch wake up. and dinner yeah <laughs> and your bedtime snack those of you with your phones in bed yeah second supper yeah <laughs> um uh, we have one listener here. I've left a lot of the real estate groups. Honestly, it's just a bit too much to be in them all. Yeah, I, I think it it can be distracting to be in too many. I agree. There's a Facebook group. Everybody's got a Facebook group now. Seems like you buy one and a half properties and you got your own Facebook group and you're an expert, um, which is fine as long as you're authentic. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Just all the Facebook groups and just it's it's a little too consuming um, for your feed. And as well, I feel like once you get to a certain point and you've learned enough, you know, I don't think you need to be in those groups anymore. Yeah. Um, but you can also like what I love now about social media is that like you can uh, you can unfollow people without unfriending them. Like you, you can basically turn them off. Take a break. You take a break. You can like Wayne, like you just said, see, click the see less of this type of stuff. You can um, pause groups. You yeah. can like, you know, you can do all of those things so that, you know, you can semi control what's showing up in your feed. 
um, I wouldn't say control it because it's a beast, but you can, you can do things to make it a little less overwhelming. Yeah. And yeah, like I know personally that there's just like even some like family members that is just like totally different views on life, totally different um, ways of interacting on social media. And like, I can't handle them. So I just turn them off. <laughs> I wouldn't unfriend them. Mm-hmm. I just turn them off and then I'm happy and I don't need to like get all worked up every time they post something that goes against my values. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's easy to control that kind of stuff in a sense. Um. Jared says the thing is the same people are in every group joining 10 different real estate investing groups is it's just redundant. Yeah. You know, with that being said, I think you're absolutely correct. So for everyone that's listening today, I'd like you to unjoin. I'd like you to leave every single real estate group on Facebook, except for real estate investing masters. (laughs) And, uh, I tell you what, I tell you what, here's, here's, here's my challenge. Okay. Um, Nope, that's going to cost me a lot of money. <laughs> Reel me back in. No, Reeling I was, you back I was in. okay. No, I'm going to, I'm going to stop that one. Just, just do it. Just do it. Okay. For your own mental health. Oh, and berries. Oh yeah. Good and point, berries. Jeremy. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> um, berries is fantastic. Yes. Um, for all your creative real estate questions. Yeah, absolutely. Where was I going before I almost went down that terrible, terrible path? Um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk to you, my dear. Me? You. Okay. What's up? Uh, what the hell is going on with the stove over at Loyola? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we had a beautiful gas range uh, that we purchased for the Loyola flip. Mm-hmm. Um, when we ordered the appliances, we were nowhere near ready for them. We just got them on order because it can be hard to get appliances these yeah. days. So when you find them and you find a good price, you order them and you store them in the garage. And and you were ordering a, a crap ton of stuff and putting it in the garage because you, yep. there's a lot of stuff to order. Yeah. You're trying to be proactive, right? Yeah. So we ordered all these appliances. They sat in the garage all wrapped up in their wrapping, like just totally covered and, and safe from everything. And uh, come to the end of the renovation and go to install the appliances. Because obviously you wait until the end. You don't want them to get damaged in the process and stuff. Mm -hmm. Go to install them in the end. And um, the gas range was missing one of the burner caps on the back left burner. So I call up the company who we bought them from and say, hey, we just finally unpackaged the the gas range and it's missing a burner cap. Oh, okay, send pictures, send this, send that, send me all the information, send it to them. Uh, they call me back and say, sorry, um, you actually only have 48 hours to um, to um, notify, them. notify them if anything is wrong with them. And at that point, they'll fully take responsibility and do whatever they need to do. Um, so all that we can do for you is order you the new part and um, we'll take payment from you. So basically like... We'll, we'll get you the part, but you need to pay for it. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I went and I went to all of the, like, there's a place here in Edmonton called Reliable Parts. Um, they're really great. If you know the make and model of your appliance, um, you can basically just put it into there, plug it into their website. You'll get a full manual, full parts, um, 
manual with like every single part that and component of your appliance and you can tell them which part you're looking for and you can order it up and they will um deliver it to you mm -hmm. or you can go pick it up they have a <clears throat> spot a couple spots here in edmonton so i'm like okay whatever i'll just go get the part it can't be that expensive it's like yeah. a and it turns out it was only like a i don't know 20 or 30 dollar piece so Early, yeah. yeah whatever it doesn't matter let's just go get it well, it's not in stock anywhere. And it's like a special order from the manufacturer. It's going to be like eight weeks. It's like, are you kidding me? It's because it has to cross the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> so I go onto Amazon. I'm like, okay, well, maybe Amazon has it. And after searching and searching, because it's not like they don't have the, the, the stock piece from the manufacturer, but they have a knockoff piece that'll work the same obviously coming from somewhere overseas. So I finally found it and it was four weeks out. And I was like, okay, four weeks is better than eight weeks. It'll be after the house is listed, the property is listed for sale, but it'll arrive before anybody takes possession, right? Mm -hmm. So order the piece on Amazon, waiting, 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 because it's four weeks. So a lot of waiting. Four weeks comes and goes, a couple days over, and Wayne's like, hey, whatever happened with that burner cap? And I was like, oh, good point. It should have arrived two days ago. So I go into Amazon and I look and it's like shipped, but there's no information. So I contact them and say, hey, this piece hasn't arrived. And they're like, oh, and then I, if you've ever not received from Amazon, they're like, wait a few more days. And if it doesn't arrive, then contact us again. Mm -hmm. So it's just basically like a waiting game. So waited and, and kind of forgot about it. So that would have been the beginning of June that it, that it was supposed to arrive. It was supposed yeah. to arrive on the 2nd, contacted them on like maybe the 5th or something because we had to, uh, and then had to wait a few more days. So now it's been almost a couple weeks since then. And, um, and what happened? We, we got, um, well, so we have a pending offer, Yeah. uh, pending home inspection. I just got an email last night that we got word back. The inspection went well except that they tried to fire up the uh, the gas range and that element um, wasn't lighting. And I mean, their wording was like... Doomsday, gas yeah, leaking, and uh, yada, yada. Uh, Will not fire where the kettle was, leaking unburned natural gas when attempting to fire. I'm like, yeah. okay. So, there's no cap. I mean, that's yeah. that's because there's no cap and it's, it's a safety feature. So... Um, you know, they're just all they did was they, they read the home inspection report and they're like, oh, my God, it's leaking gas. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're going to let them know that it's that's because there's no cap and it's on order. But but I just went to go. So I went into Amazon this morning right before the show started. That's why we were a couple minutes mm -hmm. um, late. And um, I clicked on the where is my item yeah. and the like little auto response thing popped up right away. And it's like. It had, even though it said shipped in the description of that, it's like en route. It's like this piece has not shipped. Um, here's your FedEx tracking number, but it has not left the facility. Mm. Uh, delivery date pending. So literally, like it's been, it's been a, it's in a warehouse somewhere, and it's been assigned a FedEx tracking number, but it has not been picked up. It has not left probably China or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. And yeah. and and that's that. So I obviously need to cancel it, and we need to probably go back to reliable parts now. Hopefully, maybe they have it in stock. If they don't, it's just um, oh, actually, yeah. So we'll we'll do that. But I think our solution is that we're just going to replace the range. We'll buy a new one. We'll get it swapped out at the property. Um, and then we'll, we'll take the gas range, wait for the piece to come in and then put it into another flip. Yeah. 
because the um, I'm just going to the 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 offer right now. The conditions, the date for removing conditions is this Friday, June twenty fourth. Yeah. So that was their only concern was making sure that you know it didn't you know that it worked properly. So I think the best approach for this is that is letting them know that the thing was on back order um or, or the parts on order but it's taking forever so what we're going to do instead is we're going to replace it with the same model hopefully we should yeah. probably verify Double that check. before yeah. we <laughs> before we say that in the event that um no we're probably just gonna have to do it yeah i mean because we got to get that order in for that stove too sweet yeah. because they're moving in, in two weeks yeah two weeks from now I've noticed delivery times on appliances are shortening up a little bit. I don't know if stock is improving, but like um, I've noticed that delivery windows aren't outrageous anymore and we should be able to get something in. Yeah. So we're going to, I mean, we ideally we don't want to have to buy another one because that means that we need to wait for this part to come in, mm-hmm. this element cover. And then we can, that means that we can use this stove at another flip, but gas ranges, I mean, they're way more expensive than on yeah. um, electric and you know, I really don't want to have to spend the extra couple, a couple extra hundred bucks, grand. Um, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I mean, we really don't want to have to spend that money. Um, it, it, it's going to have to be a specific. I'd probably use it the gold bar mm-hmm. because that one's far enough out that the kitchen won't be installed for another eight weeks, nine weeks. Or you know what? Um, Tweddle is already hooked up for gas, so then we wouldn't need to run a line. Oh, is it? Yeah. How do you know? From the MLS highlight sheet. God, you're good. <laughs> I just I just got uh, insurance applications in on the new properties, so I've I'm. I don't yeah. I don't look at the houses at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally when I walk through a house, you know, that I'm I'm looking to flip. I'm looking at six items and like. Um, yeah, you don't care if there's gas. You don't care if there's. I was like, walking yeah. through with someone, and they're like, "Hey, did you see this?" And I'm like, "No, I didn't even notice that." Oh, did you see this? I'm like. No. no. Did you see this? No, I didn't notice any of that. Wow. That's really cool. No, I was just looking at these things. Yeah. Um, cause it's all getting removed anyways, but I never noticed that, uh, gas was set up there. Oh, well, that makes sense then. And that one is far enough away because we get possession of that one on the 11th of July. Yeah. And then so eight weeks eight from weeks there, September. perfect. We should have a cover by then. Yeah. Um, but I'll have to, I'll have to cancel and order that part also today. So I'll need to reorder a part from reliable parts and order an, a uh, Don't cancel it. Wayne, I don't think that thing's leaving the, I think it's lost. Well, just make sure, just make sure that you keep it. And then when, whenever we do receive it, just send it back. Yeah. And they can wait 12 years to get their part back. I've noticed though with Amazon, um, little stinkers that a lot of pieces aren't just completely free to ship back anymore. They're charging really yeah some of them are i think it depends where where it actually came from i'd say can i just just say that i think we should play it safe it was a 20 dollar part no on amazon it was it was more expensive like i i i might have like probably like 60 bucks or something what yeah but we pay we paid extra to get it in four weeks instead of eight weeks wow yeah Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I still think we should play it safe because like if, if they're, so what did they say? Amazon said it was four weeks, right? Yeah. And uh, reliable parts said it was going to be eight weeks. Mm-hmm. 
while maybe reliable parts are just a little more realistic in the expectation because mm -hmm. they're probably ordering it from the same spot. They're not ordering it from Connecticut. Well, I, think, I think that it was a knockoff. I think the Amazon one was a knockoff. I don't think it was like the actual whatever brand. Did you just say think? Yeah. <laughs> That's why we couldn't find it. That's why we couldn't find the part on Amazon. We had to dig deep for a compatible part, Wayne. It was a compatible part. It wasn't the Where part. Where are they ordering the part from, though? From the manufacturer. And where's the manufacturer? I don't know. For these appliances. Can we just, can we all just agree in the comments that all parts are pretty <laughs> much from China? Okay. It's, I don't think they're making element covers in Connecticut. But. Sure. I just, I, I like to play it safe. I'll, I'll take, I'll, you know, I'm going to roll the dice on that 60 bucks. <laughs> okay. Um, and I assume that it'd be 30 bucks to ship it back. So we're only going to lose 30. Fair to say? Sure. Um, I just want to play it safe because okay. uh, the last thing I want is an extra gas range in my garage that's been, that sits there for six months because I can't use it. <laughs> we got enough of those. Yeah. Um, in our garage. Um, we got that fridge too that needs a part. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna go to the dump. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but that's what we got going on. So we're gonna have to. Uh, do you mind making a note to order a uh, range today? Yep. <laughs> so we can get that all sorted, and I'll let uh, I'll let the realtor know that um, we will replace it, and then they yeah. should. They, it sounds yeah, that's... like they'll probably remove conditions in the next amazing. day or so. And when's possession if everything goes well? July 7th. Nice. Awesome. What's, Look at that, 659. What's this conversation going on? Jared and Jeremy are recording. Are you guys recording? New boy band? <laughs> Uh, I'm just skimming through the, the comments here before we finish her up. But yeah, it is 6.59. So I mean, that's a pretty good spot to end. Um, what are you working on today? Slides for our um, advanced workshop on Sunday. Oh. Finishing those up. Right on, right on. Polishing our presentation. What am I up to today? You are touring all of our flips oh. with the ready to go construction team, mm. making sure everybody's on the same page and we're moving along. That's right. Yeah. So I need to go get dressed and put some pants on. Yep. Pants are good. Leaving the house today. Wear shorts. It's, so it's going to be 22 degrees. Uh, no, but... no, 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 no. The boss never wears shorts. <laughs> the boss never wears shorts. True. You can't catch the boss in shorts. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of rain in the forecast too. A little so. bit of rain? Yeah. Bring your umbrella. <laughs> okay cool well i guess i got a fun uh filled day and yeah, i'm kind of uh, jealous and uh you can come along i know but i have work to do i'm not doing the slides <laughs> um I, I suppose i'll probably uh do some videos so if you guys are following along today um you know keep an eye on the stories and uh you're not gonna have time in between to post the stories because the you're going from place to place with the guys <sighs> True. Yeah. True. Yeah. We got a pretty tight schedule in order to get it all done in one day. Um, I'll try my best. Maybe I'll just do like Instagram lives or Facebook lives. If yeah. you guys are down for that, you guys want to see what's going on. Um, yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll... And because I know you're going to ask me, 
because you've asked me 20,000 times and continue to ask me. The yards are being cleaned up this week. They couldn't do it last uh. week because of all the rain. <laughs> <laughs> so I, they're being cleaned up this week and then they're on bi-weekly cutting schedules. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for letting me. Well, every time I go to these properties, like, I, I mean, it, it looks like, um, it looks like the Vietnam jungles. Like it's just yeah. like the, the grass is like taller than. Yeah. I told, I told our, um, our yard cleanup crew to bring their machetes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. And it's like a ridiculous amount of mosquitoes and yeah, especially with all the rain too. Like, mm, oh yeah. It's that. probably yeah. just a wild, wild jungle. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so they're getting, it's getting cut this week. They're trying to hit all the properties this week. There's a lot of them. <laughs> well, they're, yeah, they're going to need, yeah, like you said, machetes. There's Otwell, Greenview, Meadowood, Glengarry. Oh, God. Not, um, yeah, let, let, we should proactively let them know about the properties that we're getting in the next couple of weeks as well to get them out there right away on those because those are going to yeah. be overgrown too. Yeah. I can't imagine those sellers are taking care of their lawns. Yeah. Goodness gracious. <laughs> okay. Well, that's about enough. I got to go get dressed All right. and, uh, and, and go, uh, start my day. Everyone else, um, hold your bottoms and have a great Tuesday. You know, I have a quick question. <laughs> uh, there, there's a listener, Daryl, Daryl is here live every day and I don't know who Daryl is. I'm sorry. It's been bothering me and I'm just going to call him out because Daryl doesn't say much in the comments and I'm not going to say your last name or anything, but like, I'm just trying to figure, do I, do I know you, Daryl? <laughs> Have we met? Oh, wait. <laughs> Dar Jared, Jared with the obscure reference. Does that guy have a name? Wow. That's a really obscure. Okay. Tales, tales. Uh, maybe some of you will get this. J Jared says Daryl from Save On Foods. Um, Daryl's deals, uh, which by the way, Daryl, uh, maybe I have met you, maybe I haven't, but, uh, you definitely need to rebrand your whole real estate investing business to Daryl's deals. That's that is good. perfect. That is such, <laughs> such a deep dive for a reference. <laughs> I don't know how you can make that connection that quickly. That is, that is pure wit, my friends. Congratulations. Um, if, if you're starting your day off like that, then you're going to, you're going to have a very productive and effective day. So, um, Daryl got to let us know who you are and where you're from. I don't know much about you, but like, as I always see who's on here live and, and I, and I don't, I don't, you've been here for a while and I have no idea. Anyways. Hey guys, you guys have an awesome day. Okay. Go take some action, get some shit done and uh, we'll see you in the morning. Peace. Thanks for listening. To the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.